We trust people, right? I mean, we should, we need to. It's a foundational principle inside of us. And we assume, uh, perhaps when we're young and naive more than now, that everyone shares that same principle. Well, what happens when the rug gets pulled out from underneath you? Mark Dorman shares his story next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So we talk about grit and we talk about starting businesses and running successful businesses. And one thing that I think business owners, business leaders struggle with is that they are good at one thing and maybe not everything. And it's usually the things that we're not good at that ended up uh, catching us in the rear at times. And so you have to be an expert at something. And I say that because you're about to meet an expert at something that most of us don't know anything about. And I think uh, when you meet Mark, you'll realize that that bears a lot of responsibility and to help businesses do what they need to do to move forward and be successful. You know, we look to you, Mark, to get that right. And so I want everyone to meet you, Mark. Uh, Mark Dorman is the contributor or a contributor at Forbes Business Council, also the president of Legacy Business Advisors right here in Medina in Northeast Ohio. We're going to talk grit. Mark Dorman, welcome to Dash of Grit. Good afternoon. How are you, Brian? Nice to to be with you and uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm really glad to have you. I, I uh, am excited to share the story. You and I have talked a little bit be- beforehand ab- about how things that you're not looking to, uh, things that you're not expert in can come around and, and nail you. And, uh, and so let's talk first, though, about what you are expert in. You're doing some great things with Legacy Business Advisors. And uh, tell us a little bit about what success looks like. Uh, pat yourself on the back a little bit, Mark. Yeah, well, I uh, I lead a team of ten phenomenal individuals, um, and we we are kind of a, a hybrid consulting, planning, financial services firm. In that, uh, I myself work ninety five percent of the time in the uh, the business space. So by that, I'm talking to corporate executives, business owners. Uh, in the succession planning, exit planning space, and then a very robust corporate retirement plan practice. My partner, Dave Kucharski, works in the individual planning space, but we work kind of hand in glove where I will get him involved in many of my business owner situations or the executives, some of the financial related issues, but I kind of stick to more business consulting in that regard. We also have uh, Katie Bryan and uh, two other associates, Bryce and Mike, and a team of five individuals. And I think uh, one of the things that I'm most proud of is, you know, when we kind of, as I was sharing with you, Brian, a couple of weeks ago, when I, we kind of relaunched or kind of the second part of my career here, everyone who started with us is still here. So I, 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 that's one thing I'm very, very proud of. We've grown our uh, our business has grown not only dramatically, but I think our expertise and what we're known for, and the relationships that we've developed with uh, both clients and vendors is uh, is something I've also always been proud of. Uh, is just you know the old adage of treat people the way you'd want to be treated. You know that really goes. You know I'm 56, and and that uh, that really goes a long way. Uh, is certainly as you get older, right? Because yeah. We both know that, uh, as I share with you, you will make mistakes, and once you need you need someone to help you, give a hand up. It's people that you know 
they need to know that you're a good person. And, uh, and that's, uh, those are things that I'm, I'm very proud of. Yeah, you should be. And that doesn't happen by accident. One of the things I tell my kids, uh, uh of all ages, but I, I say, you know, I think the definition of success is when my kids want to come home, you know, yeah. for Christmas or for the holidays or, or they want to spend vacations. I, I think, you know, regardless of business, that's when I think I've done a good job. And if you've got the situation, the culture where the people you started with are still there and are still bought in and passionate about what your vision, uh, and everyone's vision, uh, yeah. that's huge success. So congratulations. That's well done. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, uh, you know, I've taken, uh, you know, my role very seriously. I mean, I, as I said, I'm 56, but you know, at, at 36, I had all the answers, uh, at 50, I realized I didn't even know the question. So yes, sir. I really kind of makes you, uh, scratch your, uh, scratch your head and go, I, I need to do a lot more reading. I need to do a lot more listening, do a lot more, you know, work on my softer skills, which, which have, you know, they've always been good kind of, I would say, point of sale or interacting with clients and customers, but maybe not always internally uh, as good of a listener or observer that I was. So that's something that as I lead now, I'm always soliciting input. I'm always looking for consensus. I'm always looking for, okay, look, I'll make the final decision, but this isn't, it's just not my decision to make. So, you know, not as much of a bull in the China shop and that as, as I used to be. Well, isn't it amazing? We're both in our mid fifties. We learned that and we either learn that or we get kicked off the train. Like we, we just don't yeah. know all the answers and we seek help, but it's not always like that. And so let's talk a little bit about the, uh, some challenges and hurdles that you yeah. came across and tried to get through that caused some significant hardships, maybe just because you didn't know what you didn't know at that time. Can you share some things? Yeah, I mean, uh, what I mentioned with you when we were last together is so uh, I started in this industry in college. So as I was just I was just out of town with my wife, and there was you know quite a few moments when I really think you know I'm just sitting moment to myself, and I literally started with zero clients, and now you know we work in a very uh, space, particularly myself, you know, with business owners that access to business owners is hard to come by. They need someone like myself in their life that they can trust, depend on, share with, listen to, help them network because they are, you know, I'm thinking of one individual. I mean, he is so locked and loaded in his business that, you know, every quarter we just grab dinner and and it's just, he think he goes, this is the best meeting that I have. And like, yeah. because you're, there's really no agenda. We just kind of goes all over the map, but um, what I shared with you is, it, 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 you know, given that that's the space we run in, you know, I had started a firm in Medina and uh, quickly brought in another individual who was extremely talented. We brought in another individual who was talented in his space. And, you know, from there, we grew it, you know, very, very fast under my leadership. And, um, you know, new business development, you know, was, you, you, we just had such good momentum in the marketplace. And mm-hmm. these two individuals were more technicians versus business builders and, you know, quote unquote, rainmakers, if you will. But I didn't know really any other way to kind of do a throw in than say, look, we'll just own all the, we'll each own this. Even though I started this, I had kind of bought the building. I had by far the most revenue that we would just own it mutually. And, you know, lo and behold, 
the one individual, the first one I brought in, he he, he had to move away for uh, to support his uh, his wife's uh, mother at the time, so out of state, and that left me and another individual kind of owning the business 50-50. And you know, I just looking back on it, I just I learned such a valuable lesson because you know, you're in a Mexican standoff. So if there was ever a disagreement, yeah. you know, you know, my vote, even though I was first on the bus and was driving the bus, you know, by his admission, you know, when, you know, the, it all kind of came to pass and, you know, we brought in employees. And as I shared with you, there was a, a literally like a business coup. So we're three, you know, my remaining partner and two others that I brought in kind of lined up against me and uh, wanted to vote me off the island unbeknownst to me. And that just took, took me just a ton by surprise. I mean, just to think that I mean, I, I'm just not wired that way, like to plot, I'm more, I would just confront you and say, I'm not happy and I would like to move down the street. But, but this kind of all blew up and that's what caused me to kind of really stand back and say, well, geez, that didn't really work too well. What did you learn from that, right? Yeah. And, and, and so at that time, when, when you're starting your, your, in, your company, it's going well and it's doing what you want it to do. And then that thing happens around the side, right? And it just yeah. hits you. How does that make you feel as a business owner, as a, as a person with the vision and the dreams? What's going through your, your heart at that point? How are you feeling? Well, I mean, without question, I mean, it, the number one emotion is just betrayal, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you feel like completely, wow, you know, a, like an idiot, how did I see that coming? Because it really was interesting that the business itself was easy, right? Generating revenue, getting clients, paying the bills, you know, hiring employees, all that. But what it's taught me as a business person is, you know, if you're if you're on it, if you have two shareholders or three shareholders, or be very careful who you invite into that inner sanctum. You know, if you don't have alignment in your business, you know, it is just a matter of time before it blows up because ultimately you know that's at the end of the day you know you have to be on the same page you have to have the same goals and objectives the same you know maybe not necessarily the same exit timelines but similar mindset of what is it going to look like when are you going to leave brian here's what i'm thinking and you have to have this very transparent relationship and so to have that lack of transparency, you know, exist not only one people, but two who, you know, key individuals, it was just emotionally devastating for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, I walked out with six people and they're all here now and we get along like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. So, you know, it, it was absolutely the, a blessing that it happened, but it was very painful when it did. Yeah. And I'm wondering about that time. So we all know it's easy to look back. And now you've got the team and it's working great. And at the time when it was starting to fall apart or you realized that you were in a Mexican standoff 50-50, did you try to do anything to just rectify the situation to fix it so that it wouldn't blow up so you wouldn't lose what you had? Looking back on it now, you're glad you did and and, and it's working great. But did you try to hold on at the time? No, I mean, because if I'm honest with myself, that's a great question. I mean, if I'm honest with myself, it wasn't working for me either, right? Mm. I mean, I felt... I should have, I felt I made a critical mistake by giving away equity in a business that I had started because I was a nice, young, naive guy. You think you're never going to, you know, everything, everything's going to be peaches and cream. 
And, you know, when it all came to pass, I mean, I had nearly a $100,000 legal bill just to save the business that I had built. But when it started to kind of unwind, I mean, I, I've been sure with my wife for years, you know, I should own more of this business. I should be making more money. I mean, I, you know, and I'm not that kind of a selfish person, but there's always one thing I've told myself is when I start scratching an itch in my business, chances are change is going to happen because that's just not my nature. But when I do it, I've just got it. I've got to say, look, we've got to part ways or I've got to let you go or something like that because things won't work. So at the time, it's kind of that fight or flight. You're just kind of working to make sure that you, your business, and most importantly, your family, we're going to come out on the other side of this kind of business war. Okay. But then when it's all over, I mean, just the, the emotional emotion set in and you just are like, wow, how did, how did I let that happen? And why didn't I see that happening? I hired those guys. I mean, so it just took, I mean, it took me two or three years to just stop thinking about it every day. Right. But it's made me, you know, like a hundred times better at business, you know, advisor to business owners, to young entrepreneurs, because I'm mean, like, you know, when they say, well, that would never happen to me. I said, well, let me tell you my story. Yeah. And it does, it does happen. Right. I, and I think it happens to a lot of people. And you mentioned before, young and naive, and we all are that until we sure. learn in some way. We either got burned or we learned or whatever it might be. And so I'm wondering at that time, I know I keep taking you back to the hard spot, but at that time, you're young and naive. You started the business. It was taken from you, in, 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 for lack of better words, and you've got a $100,000 bill just to get back what was yours? Was there ever a moment that maybe you were talking to your wife and you said, look, let's just pack this in. I'm going to go work for the man. And, and, and uh, there's plenty of big financial firms I can work for and not have this hassle. No, no, that's really not, not your thing. No. I mean, I've never really worked. I've been self-employed since the day I got out of college. So yeah. I never even viewed that as an option. And, you know, I mean, additionally, because of the unique vantage point that my business and my career has afforded me. I mean, I've seen the man screw over, you know, really talented executives yeah. time, time again, where they put them out on the street or change of leadership or changing compensation plans, bonus structures, reduced territory. I mean, it's, it's, I've always been one, one to want to control my own destiny, mm -hmm. you know? And why is that? What, what about you? And I, I meet people like you all the time in this show. If you look at the past episodes, it's yeah, full of yeah. those folks that say, no, I'm not quitting. I'm working. I'm, I'm the entrepreneur in this show. Uh, what is it about you? Is it your vision to help others? Is it your vision to help yourselves? What, what drives you to uh, stay in what you do? Uh, that's, I mean, that's a good question. I, I, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy being counted on. I enjoy being relatable, trustworthy. I mean, it just means so much to me. It's not, you know, it's like, it's not about the money, right? I mean, if you do a good job, you treat people well, you know, I mean, I say never when I started out, I mean, I was, you know, scraping nickels and dimes, but it, I mean, what motivates me is I just enjoy what I do. I enjoy sharing the journey with other men and women and listening to them because it's, it's just so, it's such a lonely, difficult ride, right? So when you speak with successful business owners, you, you know, like you're, you're just asking, like, 
me, I mean, it, it's not all beds and roses. What's that favorite? I seen that graph that most people think it's a straight line to success. It, oh yeah. Really, yeah. It's overnight and it's no big yeah, deal. I mean, but that, that is, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But I have always been, I've got a, a, a knack and, a, and one of my talents, you know, to not, not to pat myself on the back, but one of my unique traits is I've, I've been able to make people feel very comfortable and open up and they know that I look at, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have loose slips. I'm. I get it. I've been there, mm-hmm. and you know, not you know, not here to judge. People will kind of. I use the expression with my team, like business owners will kind of drop their gloves and go, "Okay, this guy's not gonna punch me in the nose like most people in the world, right?" Yeah. And uh, so, like, what what do I what do I enjoy now more than ever is you know just building very quickly accelerated deep relationships with people because they know that they can trust me and they know that I've got a ton of experience. Yeah. And so let's talk about that a little bit because I'm interested in, I I can tell your passion for others and for their success. And I think you kind of bathe in that a little bit. Like I'm glad they're successful is, is, is drives you a little bit and helps your business. I'm wondering what a bad day at legacy business advisors looks like when is it something that went wrong for you or is it something that goes wrong for a customer or is it something in their customer's life you have nothing to do with? What's that look like for you? I mean, I would think that, you know, I look back on the worst days. Look, I mean, if you're in business for 34 years, you're inevitably gonna, you're not going to satisfy everyone every day. Right. That's right. And, you know, Having a disappointed client, you know, not an angry client, because my clients, you know, I'm fortunate my clients would never talk to me that way, nor I would talk to my my vendors or my employees that way. But, you know, it's like when you disappointed your mom or your dad, right? When you, I feel like when you let somebody down, you're like, ah, oh, man, yep. we blew that, right? But, you know, fortunately, I think, you know, if you've got enough capital in the bank that, you know, you can, you can move on from it, you know, but I, I, as I've gotten older, you just have to hit that stuff head on. Like, look, I know you're disappointed how we handle this. I'm disappointed how we handle this. We're going to get it right. Give me till, you know, Tuesday and reasonable people, which is who we work with. Cause I really don't have tolerance or the patience for unreasonable people, but reasonable people will say, I appreciate that. I, you know, look, they've all made mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes you know, probably sometime this afternoon. Right. Yep. You know, I can't, I can't, but, but I hate, you know, I, I would hate to, I don't like to disappoint people. And that's what I love about this show. There are people out there listening that think just like you said, the straight line to success. Hey, the guy across the street's got it made. He never does anything wrong. He's got the nicest cars. He's got it easy. He's got it good. We're all just human and we're doing the very best we can. And I think I know you're right. Our customers, uh, even at, at Spire, we talk about no sugar coating. Like I'd rather bring you an answer to something bad than just polish up the already good. You know, right. I, I think that's where the real real value is. One more question about the past, if you don't mind, Mark, I want to stick there a little bit longer. Your team that you had built came with you. Yeah. Why did they, so here you are, it went wrong, naive, got a big bill trying to go out on his own. Why did they come with you? And and what were the challenges to make sure that you kept that team intact? Well, that's a, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions in that. I mean, yep. um, I mean, First and foremost, you know, they, they, they quickly saw how I was being wronged and how, you know, kind of the, the lines of demarcation that they would, like me, would want nothing to do with people that would 
go to battle with people that would do that to their own brother, right? Mm -hmm. So the question is, they could have gone anywhere at that point in time. And, you know, I mean, I just had very open conversation, how much I appreciated them, if they ever felt that I've ever, you know, not been honest with them. You know, I really wanted just to know. I, I actually said, oh, I need to know that when we walk out this building that you're we're on the same team because I'm on your team, right? And I just, I felt good about that. I felt very humble, very embarrassed at the time, but I was very, you know, I still feel very fortunate people like Nikki and Dave, my wife who works at our, I mean, you know, they, they just, they, you know, they kind of know the type of person you are. They kind of know, I mean, they respected your talents, whereas I felt like the other crew resented my talents, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see that a lot in professional service firms where, people that are good communicators, people that make relationship building and rainmaking kind of look easy and others that can't do it. Well, and they're supposedly the, the smart ones, right? And the smart ones are very quick to say, well, he's just a salesman or she's just got to gift the gab. And, you know, I mean, there's just, I mean, that's, that's so insulting to someone yeah. like me because, you know, the amount of reading that I do and, you know, credentialing and the amount of knowledge that I have, but that's just, you know, less talented people saying that the, well, that guy's, I'm more talented than him, but he just, he makes it look easy. Right? Sure. Well, you know, that's what talented people do, right? That's what Tom Brady and Tiger Woods do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not suggesting that I'm nearly as talented as them, but I look at them and go, I could never do that. You yeah. know? Yep. Uh, so, I mean, you, you see that that's just not unique to my business. You see it in law firms, accounting firms. I mean, sure. you know, probably in your business, some people are just very, naturally at ease and uh, others have to work at it. So it sounds to I, me I like when it was all said and done, they, I mean, they, to this day say, man, you're just so, you're so talented, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that was the other thing I learned when I was younger is you just assume that everyone's as talented as you are. Right. In yeah. certain In certain areas. <laughs> like, well, why, why can't you bring in $300,000 in new business a year? And they're yeah. like, I haven't brought in 300,000 business in the last 30 years, let alone one. Yeah. But you think that, you know, in my thirties, you know, late thirties, you just assume that everyone that you were in the, you know, the swamp hole with has the same skill set that you do, because that's the only perspective that, you know, and you find out very quickly that that's not the case. That's why Mark, I became, I finally told my boss, I'm the worst manager. Just don't let me manage people because I assume that everyone's out there just taking care of their business on their own. I got this, I got this, I got this, and I'll stay up. I'll get up as early as I need to and go to bed as late as I need to, to get it done. And so I don't need to manage people because everyone's just like me. Yeah, That's not true. <laughs> and I failed uh, quickly. Uh, as far as that, I just trust people to do it. It sounds like to me, Mark, uh, congratulations. You've built a team, I think, of people that share your vision and passion and said, you know, if I'm going to work somewhere or for someone, it's going to be for someone just like me. And I yeah. think your team, I haven't met them, but I bet you there are a lot of people that that just share your your care and empathy for your customers and desire to grow because of it. Does that sound yeah. right? I, yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's not about the money. It's really... I mean, politics aside, one of the things I enjoyed about Biden when he took over the White House was he said, you know, if I ever see you disrespecting anybody or talking down to somebody here, I will fire you on the spot. Well, right. you know, that sounds pretty abrasive, but you just can't have an environment where, you know, you're one up in people. But yeah, I mean, I would think the amount of care that Nikki Dave, my wife has, the amount of the distaste they would have for 
dissatisfied clients, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it really comes through. And yeah. and uh, but I'm I'm a hundred percent like you, right? I I uh, certainly am surrounded myself with people with different professional skills, but uh, in entrepreneurial cultures, I don't think that you can have you know in small business like mine or like yours. You know, if you have to babysit the six or eight people on your team and manage them, I mean, that's not going to work. No. <laughs> right. Um, no. you got to find people like they can be completely different, but they have to be just as responsible and just as uh, what's the word responsive. Right. That, yeah. that you are. So. Yeah. yeah. And so it sounds like, Mark, you've got it all figured out. Easy sailing from here. Oh, now, I know that's not the case. What's the what's the next hurdle set of challenges that uh, legacy business advisors needs to hurdle and, and get across with some grit coming up? You know, I'm I just talking to a woman who does some copywriting for me. I mean, you know, I mean, one of the things is, you know, what, what is the new normal going to be like? You know, I mean, here we are basically a year from we started this kind of COVID environment, COVID lifestyle. And yep. I don't really see it changing, you know, hopefully with the vaccine, maybe in six months. But you know, I think business will be forever changed, you know, whether it's in some businesses will be forever damaged, right? Travel and entertainment, oh, maybe, yeah. but maybe the business hotel goer maybe that that business is maybe not going but so i think it's going to be then you got you know technologies coming into our industry but at the end of the day relationships count for a ton mm-hmm. and uh we just had a team meeting we have a team meeting uh 11 o'clock uh in the morning uh, we usually have it on monday but as i said i was just out of town so we had it today at tuesday but you know, and there's some panic in the room about political environment and the stock market last week. And, yeah. you know, I said, well, just if you don't like change, just hang on a second because it'll change again. And, you know, things will things are never as bad as they appear. Right. But I believe that if you continue to work hard, continue to retreat people well, continue to be responsive, responsible and to your, to your point earlier, if your kids continue to want to come home, which ours do, fortunately for us, I've got four children yep. and, you know, doggone it, you know, what's that? People like me, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, that's, you, you, you can only control what you can control, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, it sounds a lot like principle to me. You, you just yeah. you show up and you do things the right way. And you're a, te- a testament uh, to that, Mark. And I thank you for sharing the story because you started off with principle and and testament and guts and you didn't waver when things got rough and people tried to take advantage of that. And you stuck to that and people followed you and they, along with you built something again, based on principle and rock and, and, uh, um, sounds yeah, like you're that, doing that. So well you done. asked earlier what, you know, what we, in our retirement plan, did. our retirement plan business is 300% bigger than it was eight years ago. See, I mean, so that's, Sometimes when I look at that, I'm going, wow, you know, through it all. Because, but what's that saying in, in, in life and in business? You know, life's a cinch by the inch and hard by the yard, right? Mm. If you try to look out 10 years or five years, but you can only control, you know, we're going to get off this call here at 3.30. And, yep. and, you know, we both have things on our to-do list that we need to get done. Yep. I call that win the day. Yeah. Just That's win all the we day can do, right? Win the morning, win the hour, right? <laughs> the I minute. Mean, no, so... But no, this has been great and uh, happy to uh, join you, Brian. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and, and uh, hopefully uh, 
those of you that listen to this, if, if there's any uh, if there's any way that you uh, would like to reach out to me, uh, I'm at uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Mark Dorman, D-O-R-M-A-N, in Medina. You can email me at m Dorman, D-O-R-M-A-N at D-L-A. That's Dorman Legacy Advisors Dash Team.com, and uh, I'm really good on my phone, so feel free to call me at three three zero. 416-9271. So you can shoot me a text, call, and uh, be happy to just chat with you. And folks, feel free, and, and I encourage you to do so. If you're interested in some of the things that Mark does or even some of his struggles that he's had, I'm sure he'll help uh, uh, share some of with insight because uh, you've, Mark, been nothing but kind and gracious and uh, welcoming to me since I reached out to you. And I thank you very much for that yeah. and for being a guest today on Dash of Grit. Yep, perfect, great. Real quick, before you leave, I want to give a quick uh, uh, commercial, quick plug for my employer, which is Spire. And Mark and I, we just talked with you about doing things right and not uh, sugarcoating things. And that's the kind of company Spire is. If you're looking for a marketing organization to help level your team up, uh, we're the kind of company that will come in, look for issues and problems and struggles and grit and, and, and show you those and show you ways to improve those. Anyone can t- tell you about what's going on that's great. Uh, we're going to look for some trouble and, and try to help you overcome that. So that's Spire Advertising. My name is Brian. You can find me at uh, brian at spiread.com. That's Brian with a Y. Thank you again to Mark Dorman for being a guest from Legacy Business Hi. Advisors on A Dash of Grit. You can uh, catch us every week. We have our old episodes right here. You can research those. And until then, like we just said, Mark, go win the day. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. 